All right, welcome to another episode of Nerding Daily. This is James and Robert. We're going to talk about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And the Legend because of the Ten. Rings. Remember, in the movie, <laughs> his cover for his name Shang was Sean. I know it was. It was Sean. It's, it's a good entry for people that are not like you know really versed in saying any Asian names. Well, I'm the worst. Like they put it there in the movie. I, you know, and here's what's funny. So it's actually, isn't it Shang Chi or is it Shang? That's what I. That's yeah. what I thought at first, but, but it's in the movie, it's Shang. It's Shang. Okay, so yeah. I had that down yesterday, and then yeah. today I went and looked up how to say his real name, which is Oh Simu Lu. Simu Lu, yeah. Which is, you know, it took me a couple times. I'll be honest. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. All right. So first impressions, Robert. Uh, I really liked it. It was, I mean, obviously it's been out for a couple of weeks, so we're a little bit late here. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done, I think you did a, a episode without me, James? I did. I did He-Man, but remember I, I, right, I was right, going right. to do that like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that so was late been, too. <laughs> I think it's been close to two months since we've done uh, an episode together, but yeah, I, I, I had time to stew on this. Nice. And um, I, I still really enjoy it. There were some things that I found out that other people enjoyed a lot more than I did, hmm. but not like I'm just like blind to like uh, Kung Fu and martial arts stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people were praising the martial arts for being really good. I, I think it looked nice. Yeah, I, w- I agree. I think the choreography was very good yes. and I liked how it was clean. It was clean. Like I could hit, see the hits. Um, yeah. I, I felt like the uh, I think I think. uh Simu Lu is a uh, stuntman too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So he's got some training there, and I think that definitely shined through. Um, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with him. I just remember seeing him in random uh, <laughs> pictures before this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He he did. He was a stock fo- uh, photo model, I think. And then <laughs> yeah. he, he also did some uh, side work for like uh, instructional uh, videos. And he was in Kim's Convenience, which is one of my favorite comedies. It's a Canadian comedy, and I love that. I love it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. See, I, I we're already getting off topic. This Sorry. is going to be Sorry. But no, it's, it's good because um, I wanted to bring that up because Simu Lu said how terrible the work conditions were and how he got paid crap for that. Oh. So I was interested in seeing Kim's Convenience, but I'm, I'm glad that I read these interviews with him first because now I have no interest in well, it. I'm like, I, that will always be stewing in the back of my mind if I watch it. Well, see, and I watched them before all that. Okay, yeah. 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 I mean, I was That's watching them as they were being released, I guess. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> being dropped on Netflix or whatever uh, you call it now. Yeah. But yeah, so this is the 25th uh, MCU movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know it's it's late for them to show diversity like this. But honestly, I'm, I'm glad that they wait. That it takes so long because I feel like they got it right. They did, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it? Two weeks ago, Black Widow came out on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and so I rewatched that. And it, it, in hindsight, it's looking more and more like lazy. It didn't know what to do with it mm-hmm. in comparison to uh, after seeing Shang Chi. It felt like a like Falcon they, and Winter Soldier episode to me. That's what I feel like. Well, <laughs> with with Black Widow, I kind of I kind of figured out what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it was they wanted to go like half born identity mm. and half like Mission Impossible. 
Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could but see that. what I get from the it's either the writers or the directors. I'm I'm gonna blame the director because the director is like the quarterback, mm-hmm. and the quarterback always gets blamed for everything. Um, <laughs> at least I don't know. I haven't watched football in like 15 years, <laughs> but um, you know, it just doesn't seem like it came from somebody with a love for these characters. It seemed like somebody is just yeah. like, okay, we're gonna have a female action movie. Yeah. And that's not all that Black Widow's about. And so that kind of leaves it on the generic side, um, looking in hindsight. But Shang-Chi, like the the main criticism that I've seen from this movie is that Shang-Chi himself um, doesn't have much of a personality. Mm-hmm. But that's always because one, he's fo- he's focused on for, you know, his action for the action scenes. Right. And you get all of his... <clears throat> uh flashbacks right so i think you do i just want to delve more into the character which you know with an origin film you're gonna get a chance later on you know we're gonna see him again oh yeah yeah and i so i'm feel, okay with that well and i feel like he he had to play someone else and he's been pretending to be someone else anyway so yeah that character has to be somewhat bland and vanilla you know um and they, he showed some he showed like a, a goofy side. I mean, in the beginning, like they were they were goofing off, and yeah. you know they were joyriding. So I mean that that has that's personality. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I I don't know why people are re- not referencing this stuff when it's obviously like it's in the movie. Right. It's that's... not something you have to pull at strings and like look behind the character and read the comics about. It's like no, it's right there. And it wasn't like he was deadpan about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or he didn't yeah. go. <laughs> that would yeah. that would have been boring if he hadn't gone and yeah. it was just her, you know? <laughs> yeah. I And I know we get, we, we're usually in a rush with MCU movies to mm-hmm. put out an episode. Yeah. Because we're, we're hyped up from, you know, watching it day or a couple days before. And I'm glad that, I'm kind of glad that we got time to, to sit on this for a bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, in hindsight, Black Widow, it was it was good. It wasn't great. But I have way more issues with it now since rewatching it. <laughs> and I remember one of our recent podcasts about it. I was like, yeah, it's good. It's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but it's just it should have come from a place with more heart for well, the Marvel. And, and really, it has to do with, you know, the spectrum of expectations. So, like, when, yes. when you haven't seen a Marvel movie in a while. You're hungry for it. And you know when you're hungry, anything tastes good. You know what that I mean? That is true. And then when you get something really good, like right after, it makes whatever you ate before look terrible. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, yeah, you, your opinion at the moment can be, yeah, this was great. But then you get the next thing, you're like, oh. It's like it's a difference between dinner and dessert sometimes, you know? Like, and that's that's what this was. They upped the bar is what they did. Yeah. Especially for a uh, origin movie. I mean, really? Yes. So this <laughs> is like, uh, what was the last origin movie that we had? Black Widow wasn't really an origin no, movie. No, it wasn't. Seen this character uh, so many times Black before. Panther, right? No, no, that wasn't really Captain Marvel. It was Captain Marvel, yeah. Because yeah, Captain Black Marvel Pan- was the year after. Black Panther shows up before, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, so. but it's still like I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah Captain Marvel was the first one, and I remember that we were discussing it, and it does. I think we ended up on it does still feel like an origin movie along the lines of uh, Iron Man one or Thor one right. or Captain America one. Right. But this didn't. No, Shang-Chi didn't. No, it doesn't. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it, it has more to it, which I love. 
Um, there's yeah. so much. It had such a good recipe. Here I'm comparing it to food again. Yeah. <laughs> you got something on your mind, James. They hit all the flavors. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I you got I, Guy Fieri over here. Guy Fieri. <laughs> Flavor Town. <laughs> Shang-Chi just drove into Flavortown. Right, right. And I really enjoyed the the cast. I mean, I, I feel like... Um, I thought it was going to be Aquafina, but she did rather she, well. Yeah, she made me laugh so so much. And she wasn't over the top either. Like, yes, the she wasn't was a Darcy. Good. Yeah, she wasn't Darcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, I she, was worried. I was worried at first. And um, when she showed up, I, I was like, oh, how long is she going to be in this? And she's through the whole thing. Yeah, basically. And, and she's great. They're a great team. They they have good chemistry. But the one thing is with them, I don't want them to be a romantic couple. I don't feel like they can. They got to be just friends. They're going to try, but it's going to fail, I think. I don't want them to even try. <laughs> I think it's just... Do like, they kind of hint at it at the end a little bit, though? Just like a little. I, I, I get so tired of that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so like, okay. you know, two people of the different genders oh my gosh of course they're going to get together it's just so obvious that i'd rather them just be completely platonic and oh. like best friends <laughs> but how about the romance at the beginning i felt like that was beautiful the way it was done um yeah. what i liked about the beginning it was a beautiful opening but the fight scene with them together the, her defense and her her patience with this guy who's just like brooding and angry and full of hatred and she was able to find good in them somehow and what i really liked was the acting that went on with the eyes Yes. Like, I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, Tony Leong Ga? Is that how you say his name? I'm not I'm gonna sure. I'm going to say Lung. Okay. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I apologize. I tried to learn, but I may have failed. But anyway, he was from Hero. Remember that movie? Did oh, you see yeah, that? yeah. 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 He's amazing. Um, he was fantastic. His, he was the best part, I think. His acting was just incredible. And I just love the the nonverbal communication that went on in those scenes. And it, it, it almost made me cry. And I hate to admit that. But I was also it's, crying because I haven't been to a, in a theater for two years. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But it was... Yeah, no, that that fight with them in the forest mm-hmm. uh, with Wenwu and his future wife. I don't remember her name. But um, yeah, that was like a, a, a touching way to to have a fight that's also choreographed kind of like a dance. Yeah, but yin which, and yang, you know? Yeah, but it's, it's also a good way to uh, subdue his ego because yeah. he was so like yeah. full of himself with the Ten Rings. It was just like, he was there's Anakin no stopping Skywalker. me. I'm going to get what I want. Yeah, he's like Anakin Skywalker, like, you know, like it was like oh, it was like reeling no. in, really in Vader from being Vader. That's what it was kind of like, because he had the whole empire. He had everything conquered. Right. And he was ready for more. And yeah. And she was like, nope, dial it back. She conquered, yeah. she conquered his heart. Yeah, there you go. That's what Come it was. <laughs> OK, we can move on from that. <laughs> no, but that's like you were saying, that was a great way to start it. It was. And that that shows you, you know, just one aspect of his character he has that his character had depth yeah in this movie. it was really well done yeah he, he did and I'm, I'm sad that i'm sad the way it ended up like i, I was really pulling for him but oh well um spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> but uh Vague spoilers. it was it was better than the you know usually there's a copycat villain right. especially in an origin movie there's a copycat villain that I wouldn't say as bland, but it's just like there's there's sometimes I don't know two dimensional, mm-hmm. like the dark elves. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Like there's there's not too much to the villains other than sometimes oh hey they look cool. 
Well, they but had... there was he was a good villain because he was he was still human and he still yeah, cared. He yeah. wasn't just like blind to everything else. He he kind of reminded me of Rajal Ghul. Yes, know? you know, in his mind, he's doing it for the good of the world. You know, that's how he justifies it. And and Thanos in a way too, if you think about it, because Thanos acts. I mean, he's got like a messiah complex too, and he's just like, I'm going to kill half of the world to save the other half. You know, I mean, the universe. Yeah to kill the other half, you know? So it's, it's like a justification, but there, he feels like he, what he's doing is right. You know, and he, he feels like it's fair and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I do like though, that he is still like Wenwu is a, a wounded soul mm. because he starts hearing his wife's voice. Yes. His wife's voice. Mm-hmm. And like, this is his way of like, showing off uh his power basically is i have this power i got to do something good with it mm-hmm. my wife is stuck she's still alive it's and i can help her yep, yep. that was that was heartbreaking and that was a good way to like more or less brainwash our our villain to turn him into a main villain right. or our character to turn into a main villain right do you love the uh the mandarin oh he, he made fun he dude. made one of the funniest jokes i think in the movie when we <laughs> said you know they they use they used to call me, or they used the name the Mandarin. Like that's an orange, yes, <laughs> or whatever he said. They says. were scared of an orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Americans were scared of an orange. Yeah, he had all these names he was listing off. Oh. They call me the Merchant of Death. They call me this. They call me that. Yeah, and they the U.S. government uses an orange. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it's true. I love that they 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 brought that in, and I love the Ben Kingsley. <laughs> that was a shock i didn't expect it i saw he was in the cast by accident but and i had a feeling but i thought it'd be like an end credit scene but uh i i I didn't see that he was going to be in the cast i just assumed mm -hmm. and then once they started referencing the mandarin Mm -hmm. i was like you're like they're gonna do something yeah yeah they can't ignore it (laughs) yeah but yeah since you brought it up yeah they brought back uh ben kingsley Mm -hmm. um who is it what's his character's name uh he plays trevor Trevor. Slattery or something like Trevor that. Trevor Slattery. Yeah. Um he he was great and he was once again mm-hmm. uh like uh Aquafina playing Katie. Uh he was in more of it than I thought he would. I yeah. thought it'd be a quick cameo, be done. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be the obvious thing. <laughs> but no, they kept it pretty well under wraps, I yeah. think. And uh they had him in, you know, up to the up to the end. Yeah, it was crazy. And that was great. The only downside, or I shouldn't say downside, the only thing that would have kind of pushed that cameo over the top is if they also had a cameo of uh scoot mcnary's character mm. from that one shot that marvel one shot all hail the king oh, right. where he broke trevor slattery out of prison because he has he's part of the 10 rings that's right that's right but i i, I i'm just a fan of scoot mcnary so <laughs> i was just bummed that i didn't get to see him but oh, that would be, maybe next movie <laughs> maybe yeah we never know i mean after freaking 12 13 years we got to see the abomination again right that was that cool was wild yeah and I, didn't, I didn't expect it and they looked they, they made him look cool i think yeah he yeah. like kind of evolved or whatever mm-hmm. so there's kind of those like you know uh showing off that shang chi is part of this bigger universe kind of thing which uh reminds me reminded me of the first ant-man because that was one of the big issues that Edgar Wright had in the first place is he didn't want to make it feel like it was all connected to this other stuff. It's, right. it's too many moving pieces and it's too complicated. Mm-hmm. But you throw in like a couple, you know, a couple side characters and 
you know, you you get the gist of it that is still in that universe and right. it's still there's still a home for it. Yeah, and I I I like that um it does have its own it still has a Marvel vibe, but it had its like it, it's like Marvel in San Francisco. You know, like yes. like you know how DC has Metropolis, they have Gotham. They feel very different, but they still feel DC. That's what that's what I feel like Marvel's doing here. And they're doing a good job at it. So it's, it, it felt and, and and you really feel it when um, uh, Wong comes into play. You yes. know, like you really feel it then you're like, oh, yeah, OK, New York, San Francisco. <laughs> I get it. You can mm-hmm. feel it in the color schemes, too, which is really cool. So I, I really enjoyed uh, the, the vibe of the movie and the color palette that they used. And oh, my gosh, the ac- action sequences were awesome. That bus scene. That bus scene, the was, bus scene awesome. was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, it. Mm-hmm. So you I, got a a horrible character or a horrible named character, <laughs> Razor Fist. Um, <laughs> but it was actually like fairly scary. He actually looked pretty cool for what he was menacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was menacing, and and uh, the fact that it heats up. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, an extra element of scary there. Um, but that was a nice surprise. I didn't, I didn't expect him to be able to fight right away for some reason. So it was nice that he was playing off the fact that he couldn't fight, you know, and he let Aquafina save him that one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty cool. Um, I thought, I thought we would get longer with him being, you know, undercover. Me too. Yeah. This is alter ego, uh, before something like that happened, but it was pretty quick out of the gate. It, it was. It really was. Um, and I, I, I think uh, him having to go find his sister um, and then her finding out all these things about him. Oh, you can fight. You have a sister, you know, and she's supposed to be his best friend. I like that unwrapping, that unboxing element to it. Um, and then her, she's not, she can handle herself, but her being in danger here and there um, mm-hmm. was w- added an extra element of like risk that made the movie exciting because you don't want anything to happen to her. Um, I thought she was done when she fell off the side of that building. <laughs> that would be shocking to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, people complain that there is a formula to the MCU movies. And that's why I was saying, like, before we started recording, that it's like half a breath of fresh air. Because yeah. there's still the other half where it's still a formula. It's a good formula. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Um, this is a way so it doesn't taste stale, though. Yeah. Going back to cooking and stuff, I guess. There we go. We're just going to have a cooking show today, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, it really is a breath of fresh air. I mean, it's just, it's not wholly original because it is following the formula. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow the formula to a T. Mm-hmm. So do what you will with it. Like, I had, I really enjoyed it for what it was. All the, all the new characters coming into the fold mm-hmm. that we're introduced to now, um, you know, and... I don't know. Just it was a it was a fun time for me. The final fight, um, you know, going through the the forest maze. That was cool. Like yeah. all that stuff. I I thought that was very well done, and it's not something that you've seen in comic book movies before. Yeah, it had a it had a, almost a fantasy element to it, and then it had an anime vibe in some ways. A little bit. And it, was, bit, yeah. and it was done right, like to the point where I think America might be ready to do some some anime movies, live, live action, like Attack on Titan. Like, I would love to see that. I would, I, mm, I'm, I'm it there. depends on who does it. That's because, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like I, I think they could be done correctly. I would love to see some Dragon Ball done correctly. I would love to see there's some good stories out there. Even Sailor Moon. I don't want to see the musical because I heard that's coming out. 
but oh, who knows? Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. But well, not, they I'm just uh, Netflix just showed off Cowboy Bebop live action. Yeah, how'd it would have to go. Uh, I'm not digging it. Hmm. I'm not digging it. Yeah. It's not. It's not me though. I don't. I don't. I personally don't like anime adaptations to live action, but mm-hmm. I don't watch that much anime to begin with. So sure. it's one of those things. I think it's kind of on par with like a video game adaptation. Yeah, you can... have hope that it's done by the right people, but even then, it can sometimes miss the mark. Well, the the last Mortal Kombat came close. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. It came that close. Good. It gave. Yeah, I I uh I thought and I've only seen it once, so I can't really say because you know that whole. Oh, <laughs> fanboy. Uh, once I see it again, I can give you an honest answer. But I thought it was pretty good for what it was. Yeah, well, and okay, Mortal Kombat was one of those games that you don't care too much about the story. Yeah, I never I never yeah. focused on the story when I was playing it. It's just a, a fighting game. Honestly, I didn't even know what the story was. I just wanted to yeah. beat people up. You know, <laughs> just, but it was a fairly good story for, you know, coming from a video game yeah. where you just beat up people. Yeah. So I I took it at at that kind of face value and just enjoyed that as a movie and I was surprised it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen. No. But of video game adaptations, I mean, you could do a heck of a lot worse very right. easily. No, absolutely. And I've seen it and I've just been sad when it happens. See, we keep getting off on these tangents, but okay, Nintendo so, themselves announced it. So we have Chris Pratt as Mario. Yes. Jack Black as Bowser. What? And Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. You're freaking kidding me. Who's Luigi? <laughs> Who's Luigi again? Charlie Day from Charlie It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh. And he then... was also a spaceman actually with Chris Pratt in the Lego movie. Oh my gosh. That is so weird. I don't know Spaceship. how to... This is this is crazy. And and is this an animation or or is it Yeah, CGI. Oh, it's gosh. Illumination. Uh same people that do Despicable Me and okay. uh Sing and all that other crap. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's really weird. They've been uh, really like stuck in development in it for a long time, for like five years already. Huh. And it's not coming out until next year. And they finally got to the, the voice cast and they made a big announcement of it. And everybody's just like, what? This is weird. The only one I can seek working is uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, I can, I can feel him in there. Like, And who's he playing again? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong? Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Donkey Let me Kong say why, even talk. <laughs> what does he even have? Does he even talk? <laughs> Donkey Kong. He does. He doesn't talk. Talk. But they can. Obviously, they're changing everything because oh, Mario. Okay. Mario barely talks. Right. Right. Um. But like Donkey Kong, like uh, I don't know, in the newer Donkey Kong games and Smash Brothers, all he does is like grunt and go like woo. Oh right, 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 right. If you just replace the woo with <laughs> you got it's pretty okay. close you got something similar that's awesome <laughs> that's funny but like charlie day with like his like nasally like high-pitched voice it's like me. talking Love a mile you. a minute i can't hear it yeah i can't hear it oh. of course these guys are not gonna sound italian no they're not no well i mean they're gonna try yeah. it, it might it might be uh, mildly. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It I just guess. seems weird. Okay, so back to uh, what we were talking about. Back to Shang Chi, since we've already talked yes. about, talked about Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, and some video games. Um, yeah, I, I thought I liked it. I liked I liked it. Um, I liked the action sequence. I liked the pace. Um, I liked the CGI. Um, the water map was cool. Oh, the fight scenes in um, in his sister's uh, little fight club was cool. 
Um, The journey through the forest, the the car scene, that was really awesome. I didn't care for the little creature. Could have done without that. Like, (laughs) but it was funny. I mean, it it, was so creepy. It it just, it just, it's like C3PO and R2, you know, with with (laughs) the two of them. (laughs) But see, okay, I was actually more okay with it after learning that it's actually part of uh, mythology. Right, right. Once you once there was other ones around, I got it. I got it. Yeah, but at first I was just like, "Oh, what is this?" They're just no, trying but to I sell... mean in like real Chinese mythology. Oh, you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that I did. They know. look just like that. Oh, that's cool. You know. Oh, from... I had no idea. Uh, I thought you meant when yeah. when they were going into the land, and then there was other ones. <laughs> oh yeah, no. yeah. Those lions were freaking awesome, by the way. Yes. And I don't know if they're called lions, but they were cool. I wanted to see more of those. <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole storyline that unfolds, um, the the aunt that looks just like the mom, kind of. Um, that was pretty close. It was pretty close. It freaked me out at first, and then I was like, "Oh, the aunt." Okay. The 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 two dragons, uh, or one. What is the other one called? The soul sucker. You know, soul sucker or yeah. whatever. But uh, Talo, the the Talo, yeah. He was that was so cool. Yeah, that the, was some of the best CGI. Oh, the water. Oh my gosh, it was just so fun. And then the battle between um, Chung Chi and his his father, like that that had a lot of levels to it. And I think it was really well done. And and him learning how his mom was able to defeat him, and him showing that he has control, you know, yeah, and took control, and then gave him up. Like that was just freaking awesome he could have had those rings but he's like yeah he's like i don't even need these rings dad (laughs) yeah you do (laughs) that was cool and it was nonverbal, which i love it's like open to your interpretation so they're great film man so good the kids we took all the kids i've never Mm -hmm. seen this robert i looked down the line usually there's whining crying constant walking back and forth can we go and you know whatever Noah mm-hmm. and everyone sat in their seats, watched the whole freaking thing, even to it in uh, the two in credit scenes. That has never wow. happened. That has never happened. In the I wish it was the same for me because oh, what happened? This was the first time Juno was in a movie theater. No way. The first the, cool. the previews and the first hour, she was totally into it. Yeah, she loved seeing the the new Jackass trailer. Oh, she did. <laughs> she was laughing her butt off. It was no, so man. funny. That's awesome. Uh, but then, yeah, the second hour, she just she got so uncomfortable. She started shifting around. She started walking around. Started screaming oh, and all this stuff. And it just there uh, the end credits scene, not the mid credits. The mm-hmm. end credit scene I missed. Okay. But I had to look it up later. Yeah. But that's the only time I think I've ever missed a well, mid credits or end credit scene. And I'll be honest with you that I could have done without that end credit scene. I kind of wish they just, they didn't go that route. Um, it's not the most pointless one. No, it's not. Because uh, like Spider-Man Homecoming had the Captain America one at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's telling you basically how stupid you are. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know, at, at least if there was some substance to it, and it hints at what could happen in the future. Right, right. I just, I don't know. I just didn't see. I just don't. I didn't. I, I mean, I, they kind of hint to it, like she wants her own empire, you know, and uh, she was going to build her own, you know, and, that, and now she's taking over her dad. So I, it makes sense. But I was just like, oh, I was hoping because uh, you kind of see what's coming, but maybe not. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. See, I liked the sister. 
I do too. Um, I like her was, a lot. That's why I'm. That's why I was disappointed. <laughs> well, see, the way that she was raised, um, and the the stuff that she had to deal with, not only from her dad, but also from Shang Chi. Right. Uh, the sense of abandonment from him. Like, of course, she's going to grow up hardened and you know a badass, basically. Mm-hmm. So you know, it it makes sense for her character that she. I wouldn't say wants to get more power, but she wants to like prove that I have this power. Right. 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 Because that's why she had her fighting ring in the first place, I think. Yeah. She She, wanted to show off, hey, I have this power. Everybody else is below me and I can prove it. It was so (laughs) awesome that she sent him that postcard and he had no idea what he was getting into. And he was signing paperwork on the elevator. (laughs) That was so awesome. I loved it. I loved it. And it was a it was a slow burning like reveal, you know, because you're like. You're seeing all they had like this like procession of all those fighters mm-hmm. fighting online and stuff. And then he has the big arena and, you know, you, you, that's where we see the abomination. Right. Fighting Wong. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're like, oh, who's he going to fight? You know, you're thinking, is it going to be something crazy like the Hulk or, you know, who's it going to be? You know, and then she comes out and you're just like, oh, no, <laughs> sister. I know it. I knew it was. I don't know if you did, <laughs> but I thought that was so cool. It it makes sense instead of being yeah like an over the top answer, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm glad that they didn't go that route. Me too. You got to see Abomination fight Wong. That was good enough, and they yeah. were kind of friendly. It was like oh I love it. Gave him a little break from the raft, and he's like telling him, you need to work on those like controlling your movements. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was good. It was good. Was I liked good. it. I liked it. Uh, what else? Yeah. Any other points? Um, the um. The flashback where uh, Wen Wu fights the gang that kills his wife. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, like that, that was, was actually scary. It shows. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it it just showed his mom had tamed in him, and now it yeah. was out. It was un. It, and it was very much like what I love about this storyline is it when I first heard about the gate, and then I saw that. I realized that she was the gate holding back that creature and she was, oh, and, he, yeah. and she was the good dragon, you know, and he was the soul sucker. I that's how that I, that's how that's I saw good. it. Yeah. That's how I interpret it. I could be completely wrong. But yeah. Hmm. I liked it. I recommend it. I will buy it when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I definitely recommend it. Um, like this gives me hope for the new characters in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. You know, some of the older characters, as beloved as they are, they're going to fall by the wayside mm-hmm. and make room for these newer stories. If they're this caliber, I, I'm all for it. Well, the Eternals, too, kind of like shocked me when I saw that preview. Did you see that preview? Yeah. And they just announced a bunch of stuff about it. Um, it's going to be the second longest MCU movie mm-hmm. um, for an origin movie. That's a big like risk. Yes. Oh, but yeah. you have a an Oscar-winning director behind it, mm-hmm. and this really talented cast. I'm I'm not worried. That gets me more excited. I am too, and I, I like I, I like how they lay it out. Kind of like these guys are like they're like this new layer of hero that they chill, they and they let the world kind of run itself until these other things show up. You know what I mean? And then they rise up. And I'm like, whoa, that's cool the way they lay that out. You know? And I, I've never read the the uh, Eternals, so I don't. I don't know a lot about their mythos, but I was like, wow, that's cool that they just kind of give that to you and let you and let you dwell on it till the movie comes out. <laughs> yeah. 
See, that's the thing that's this fun with the MCU is these characters, you know, sometimes the general audiences know, sometimes they have no idea who they are. Right. I, I knew who Guardians of the Galaxy were. Me too. Um, yeah. The original comics, the original team was it, it, the comics sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just did. say it. It did. You, yeah. you have Yondu, but none of the others are in the original team. Right. And then, um, uh, yeah, Shang-Chi never gave two craps about Shang-Chi to, to read a comic. Didn't even and then the Eternals, mm-hmm. like, it's it's more or less refreshing because you have a blank slate mm-hmm. in your mind of what they're going to do with these characters, and that will get you excited if they treat them well. Right. And I think they will with Eternals. Oh, no, I have I have confidence in this. Yeah, absolutely. Really excited. I'm I'm also excited that it pissed off Russia, so Russia gave it an R rating. <laughs> oh. Because there's one gay character. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like they're what is that? They're eternal. Of course they're gonna like I don't know. Oh whatever. There's there's like twelve of them, of course they're gonna have like different lives. Right. So why is that a big deal? But Russia hates that. <laughs> what in the world? So I'm like, cool, okay. good, good. All right. Piss off piss off Russia more. <laughs> I'm okay with I'm okay with that. But yeah, I've just everything I've been reading about it is getting me more hyped. It's cool to have fresh new characters showing up, yeah, in unexpected ways, like you said. Mm-hmm. And just the the premise of them, like I said, I've never read the comics, but the premise Neither of them is such an interesting idea. That's what I like. And, and yeah, and I'm I've been digging the what if. Have you been watching the what ifs on um on Disney? I I'm a couple episodes behind, but okay. it is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Sometimes it's, it's too like um everybody's too self confident in themselves and like smirky. Right. Sometimes that bothers me, but it's like, that's the only issue I have with it. It's fun. I just feel like, you know, when the Twilight Zone came out, I just feel like yeah. this was their version of it. Because I, I have a bunch of what if comics. And it's mm-hmm. funny when I would read those, that's where my brain would go is into that like Twilight Zone kind of like monologue when I would read them. Because <laughs> that's what they felt like to me. Like I was reading a Twilight Zone. Yeah. No, like, I think that was the idea. Yeah. And and I like that. And did you see the did you see the zombie one? Yes. I think that's oh my the last gosh. one. Oh my gosh. That was just insane. That was over the top and so weird in such a good way. In in good ways. <laughs> and oh gosh, especially with um Wanda. Oh gosh. That yeah. was crazy. But, but yeah. see, okay, so I guess we'll go off on like a, yeah, a half review of what if but I, I recommend it, but you definitely get more out of it if you've stuck with the MCU this long. Yeah, you have to have a backstory. with. Yeah, yes, you have to have yes. a kind of like a little bit of otherwise you don't enjoy it. Yeah, yes. you're right. You have to go do your homework before you watch What If. Yeah, <laughs> you already have to be an existing fan. It's not for newer fans, really, for them to get the full effect of it. Mm-hmm. So like... um like Jorge hasn't seen all the MCU movies, obviously sure. there's freaking 25 now right? or the shows. Um, but we we're going to watch what if um, together. And I was just like, well, is Jorge really going to get it? It's going to be Does what Jorge. The... Remember that movie? Does Jorge has Jorge yeah. seen that movie? <laughs> Did you hear what I said? It's going to be what the, <laughs> yeah, not what if it's going to be what the... what the heck is going on. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> It, it, it's it's fun. It's a nice distraction. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't have any stakes because it's obviously different universes, different uh, realities. Right, right. And that's and what, that's that's kind of freeing in a way. It's a good playground. It's a good creative playground. It's a good test market because they can yes. they can do things and then they go, oh, that worked. People respond to that well. Look at this. 
And then they can go, let's maybe do a movie like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. And I really like that they do it. And I hope they continue this one on. I don't, I hope it's not just like, yeah, one season. I hope this one continues on because it has that freedom to, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Even Disney if, Plus is still pretty new, but it's it doesn't seem like it's going to be a Netflix where it's going to be dead after two seasons. Right, right. And but I mean, with what if on its own, like I wouldn't care if like this year's animated, next year's live action, and then the next year after that's uh-huh. like CGI, and then the next year after that is like a mix. I don't care. Like they could do whatever they want, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to watch it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> for me, yeah. it's like a great experiment, and that's how what it should be. In my opinion, I, I think it's, you know, more doable for the for the cast and crew mm-hmm. um, uh, for it being live action. I think it's I think it's easier on them. Yeah. That's the only reason I would say live action wouldn't work too much because mm-hmm. these are people with already busy schedules showing up in multiple well, true. shows or movies and all this other stuff. And it's nice to give them a break. And then, of course, most most of this was recorded uh, during yeah. a pandemic last yeah. year. Yeah. Or the ongoing pandemic last year. Um, so it does make it easier for them to, you know, like we're doing now, just Skype it in and do right. their lines if they need to. Right. That's true. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is they could continue it and I'd be cool with it and they could do it. They could do it live oh. action if they wanted to. And I would be fine. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm oh, yeah. No, I. <laughs> yeah. No, if, if that was possible, I wouldn't care how how it's done. Yeah, how it's done as long as it's done well. Like it's it's so open that they could do that. Like that's what I'm. That's what I think so great about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, James. All right, man. Yep. We are done with yep. uh, Shang Chi. We went on a couple tangents. Yep. Um, one thing because it has been a while since we've done an episode together. Uh-huh. Have we talked about the Matrix Four trailer? We have not. Yeah, we have not. We need to. I- I, I want you to tell me what you think first, though. Didn't we talk about this briefly? That's what I thought. We talked. I, I, I only think, saw the trailer like a week ago. I think. But didn't we talk like on social media about it or no? Maybe it wasn't me. Oh. Maybe it was. Um, or maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was Josh. But I, I at first. I was like, oh, cool. Another Matrix 4. And then I started thinking about it before I saw the trailer. I was kind of like, um, what can they do? Seriously. Like, he's like, isn't he like the architect or something? I don't even know. I don't even know. And then I saw the trailer and I was disappointed because really he's, um, well, he's, it's been what, 400 years now. And, and now like, he's like got amnesia. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. We don't know how long it's been. And I kind of, yeah. I kind of would have liked a new story, and then he has a play in it in a way, like him, him maybe showing up as like maybe a Morpheus character or a um, non-human player type character, you know, like the Oracle. I thought mm-hmm. that would be cooler, but instead, it feel I feel like they're recycling it in a way. Um, but I could, I could be, I could be misjudging it, you know. But that's just going off the preview. Yeah, that's just obviously. How I feel. Yeah, we don't know what it's going to be like until it actually comes out. This is all speculation, but mm-hmm. that's what trailers are for. Right. Is to get people hyped up and speculate. Um, I don't have any, you know, uh, major fandom for The Matrix in the first place. Oh, okay. This this trailer, like, it was bad. Mm-hmm. 
I why bring it back? Why have the same people in it except for Lawrence Fishburne? Um, Keanu Reeves didn't even get a haircut or a shave, so he looks just like John Wick again. Mm-hmm. So it's John Wick in the Matrix. Carrie Fisher is old as crap, and <laughs> she was she wasn't even a good part of it in the first place. <laughs> But uh, whatever, it's like it's it's just they're recycling their own stuff with the same characters again, which has it has no I don't care. It has no meaning to me. And I love the first Matrix. Don't get me wrong. I love all the technology they went into it at the time. I love the fighting styles. I like the work they put in. I liked the idea, the concept, and they, it worked. The other, but then they didn't know what to do with it. Right. Like the other two is just. You know, I mean, they're okay. They're not like my favorite films. I'll watch them if they're on. Don't get me wrong, but they're not my favorite. Um, uh, I don't. The Animatrix, I think, was phenomenal. Do you remember that? That wasn't the Wachowskis, though. Right, right. And but I felt like if they would have done something more like those, I would be happier. You know what I mean? It just and I I've I've seen bits of the the Speed Racer movie. Mm-hmm. So I apologize, James. I have a feeling that you like it. The Speed Racer movie? Yeah, they did it right after the Matrix. Um, are we talking? Um, are we talking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. No, I didn't like that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't have. I don't really think that these directors, and they also write these movies. I don't think they're that good. I think they got lucky with the first Matrix. They did. Yeah. They've been writing that high ever since. And like uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Right. I feel like if this doesn't work, then it's going to come crashing down yeah. until they have like another rejuvenation but, where it actually shows that they're talented and not just lucky. But I feel like that first movie, it was a passion movie for them. You know, they yes. had it was their first film. We're going to do the best we can. We're going to, you know, they the passion was there. And then, you know, what happens? You get. It's like it's like George Lucas. You get the stardom, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do another movie. They should have thrown it to another director. You know what I mean? That's they what cared, they should have yeah. done. Yeah, one that cared. Yeah, that's um, what that's what they should do. Give these guys some breaks. You know, do the writing, but let's trust it into someone else so it's good. Because you're gonna, you, they wear these these guys wear themselves out. That's what happens. And then they get yeah. lazy, and then they make bad choices. Yeah, and that's the thing with like you know you can be. A producer is kind of a catch-all title at this point. It is. You, you could be a producer and still be like hands-on as much as possible. Like uh, Kevin Feige with the MCU, he still does oversee that everything kind of fits the narrative of the MCU. But no other franchise really does that. Star Wars definitely didn't do that. You had kind of squabbling directors uh, fighting at each other with their movies instead of you know having you know, people congregate and come up with, okay, this is what we're going to do right? for the next 10 years or whatever. It, it, it's like everyone's ego kind of gets in the way instead of looking at the big picture and say, Hey, let's make this great together. Instead of they're like, Oh, I want to be great. I want to, I want to yeah. make the best star Wars movie. It's like, what? Yeah. With the matrix, it should have been like the Wachowskis after the first one, they should have been like, okay, we have some idea for where we want this to go, but we want it to be, Still, we still want it to be fresh and exciting, right? That's what they but should have said. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can now do ourselves and have cut and paste, uh, you know, heads and uh, CGI that's pushed to the limits when it's the technology's just not there yet. Yeah. Now the technology's here. It Other is. than that, yeah. yeah. But we have to see what they do with it. And so far, I'm not impressed. Yeah, maybe they're holding back. 
Uh, maybe yeah. there's a twist that I'm going to just love. I don't know. I'll still give them my money and go see it, but um, I might nah. not, I might not be happy about it. <laughs> it it's it's going to be on HBO Max. It's one of you the so? uh, last ones that is going to be theaters and HBO Max. Mm, okay. um, so, yeah, it comes with my subscription anyway. I'm not going to pay extra money for that. That's the way that I feel about it, at least. <laughs> like I said, I don't have any love for The Matrix. No, I know. I, I still have a love for that first one. I, I really do. That and The Animatrix I did like. I, I don't think that they're great. But they're interesting. It's a cool world. It's good. It's not great. They were For me, they were great at the time. Just because I remember I remember being... I think it was in high school when it came out. I think like it was... My, I think. I think it was no, 99. It was 99. So maybe it was right after I just graduated or something. And I remember going to that movie and just being, my mind was blown. I was like, wow, that was amazing. You know, because they hadn't yeah. seen anything like that yet. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fight Club, same thing. You know, when the Fight Club was like, oh, my gosh, blew my mind. Still, still love that movie. But, no, I do, too. That yeah. one stands the test of time better, I mm-hmm. think. Less CGI. But I guess we're done, huh? We are done. All right. Well. I don't know what we're going to do next. Probably What If, probably. Dune. Or Dune. Oh, yeah. That looks sick, by the way. Those sandworms. I, <laughs> I am excited. Can't I wait to excited. get some spice. Oh, whatever. <laughs> 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 All right. That, this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. 